You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Today, we're going to take a look at H.R. 5376, which has been titled the Inflation Reduction Act. This was a scaled-down version of the Democrats' Build Back Better Act that we covered back in November of 2021 after it passed the House of Representatives. That bill would have cost $2.2 trillion, leading to more printing of money and, many anticipated, higher inflation. A famous Milton Friedman quote is in order. In 1963, Friedman famously stated the following. Now the first step toward understanding the cause of inflation is to recognize that it is always and everywhere a monetary phenomenon. It's always and everywhere a result of too much money, of a more rapid increase in the quantity of money than an output. Inflation in the United States is made in Washington and nowhere else. Thus, with the Senate in a 50-50 deadlock, Build Back Better failed because Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia defected from the Democrats due to his concerns, similar to Milton Friedman, that printing another $2.2 trillion for government spending would likely lead to more inflation and hurt Americans at home. So, after months of negotiation, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer got a compromise bill. The bill's goal was to pass as much of the climate change and healthcare policies Democrats sought in Build Back Better as possible while balancing the issue of inflation. This bill spends $369 billion on climate change-related funding, including expanded tax credits for energy-efficient buildings and electric vehicle charging infrastructure. It also spends $64 billion extending Affordable Care Act health insurance subsidies. In turn, it seeks to raise revenue so that, instead of printing money to pay for these items, the government is actually raising the money by increasing revenue, which of course means, by definition, increasing taxes. The tax increase comes on the corporate side. It would provide a 15% alternate minimum tax on corporations with an income greater than $1 billion. This means that, regardless of how much tax the corporations would pay under the corporate tax code with deductions for certain activities and investments, large companies would have to pay at least 15% of their earnings if that tax is higher than what they would otherwise owe. It also adds a 1% tax on corporations trying to buy back their own stock. It plans to significantly increase the funding of the IRS, giving the agency $45.6 billion and the U.S. tax court $153 million. Even though this is technically spending They estimate that it will bring in increased revenues, as more funding allows for the IRS to conduct more audits and prosecute tax violations. Finally, the bill would also allow Medicare to negotiate the cost of prescription drugs, which they anticipate will decrease other spending. It also caps the cost of insulin for Medicare patients at $35 per month. A few weeks after passing the Inflation Reduction Act, President Biden announced unilaterally that he would cancel hundreds of billions of dollars of student debt. According to the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget, the student debt relief, quote, will likely cost more than double the amount saved through the recently passed Inflation Reduction Act, completely eliminating any disinflationary benefit from the bill. Critics suggest that the bill will not make any measurable impact on inflation anyway. Former director of the Congressional Budget Office and president of the American Action Forum, Doug Holtz-Eakin, says it's too small and too delayed. Any deficit reduction that is on paper is $300 billion over 10 years. $30 billion of deficit reduction in a $25 trillion economy is, is not going to move the needle. So it's tiny to begin with. It also doesn't begin for five years. So it's a tiny Inflation Reduction Act maybe in 2027. 
Republicans are concerned that the tax increase will be counterproductive, raising prices for consumers, and noting that the bipartisan Joint Committee on Taxation's July report showed that a portion of the burden of the corporate tax increase would fall on consumers, raising the tax burden on all individuals making over $30,000. That ends up being almost all Americans, and definitely not just the wealthy. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, however, who carried the negotiations for over a year resulting in the passage of this legislation, reports that the passage is major and impactful. The bill, when passed, will meet all of our goals, fighting climate change, lowering health care costs, closing tax loopholes abused by the wealthy, and reducing the deficit. This is a major win for the American people. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.